All of my ideas are drawn from real life. Well, that's not what happened. People think that I create the horror, but I don't. Horror is already out there in all of us. It's in you. No, it's not. Of course it is. Don't be so naive. If you're gonna do this, I will need you to access your darkest impulses. I don't have any. Oh, they're in there somewhere. No, they're not. Oh, come on! <laughs> Fucking commit! Improvise. Take control of your story. No. Okay, piss off then. No, please, no, wait, wait, please, please, wait. I just want my sister. I just want to see her. I just really want to see my little sister. I want her back. Please. Please. All right. All right, we'll go with that. Let's play. Welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. This is Brandon Ford, and I think your sweetheart's been taking too many diet pills. <laughs> and this is Tony the Tiger, the thunder from Down Under. And if you don't stop playing games, I will shave your head and make you eat your hair. I mean it. I will make you eat your hair. And it is the final week of Video Nasties Month. How does that make you feel? Do you feel a touch of melancholy? I, I feel electric about it. Um, my my nipples are on edge. Um, mm-hmm. There is that touch of melancholia, but also just hope for the future. It, mm. It's looking bright. Mm. How about you? How are you? I'm feeling? a little wistful. Mhm. Mhm. You like you like Heidi mm-hmm. in the hills. Mhm. Mhm. With the braids and everything? Yeah, walking like with your hands down so you can feel the, the wheat at your fingertips. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It should be a good yes, one. That's, ex- that's exactly how I feel. Exactly, to yeah, the letter. I've summed it up. Mm-hmm. And for the final week of the Video Nasties month, we are doing 2021's Censor. <laughs> So we've, we've bookended this whole month with lies. The first one wasn't a video nasty, and neither is this last one. <laughs> no. Well, it, 
No, no. Well, this one is more appropriate than Maniac because this one, while not a video nasty, is heavily focused yes. on video nasties. And in, it involves footage from video nasties. It does. It also, it, well, it involves um, footage from last week's yes. movie. That features heavily in their IMDb um, um, thumbnail is the, uh, the young boy with the axe. Mm. Mm. And I don't mean Christina Crawford. Mm-mm. No. Before we get into censor, I'm going to get the usual plugs out of the way. Um, again, this is October. You know, it's all things spooky month. So if you're looking for something scary to read, may I suggest checking out my books on Amazon.com. You can find them easily by typing in Brandon Ford. You can find my titles in hardcover, Kindle, and paperback editions. You can also subscribe to receive email notifications whenever I have a new release. If you prefer audiobooks, I have several titles on Audible. There you can also subscribe to receive email notifications whenever I have a new audio book. If you don't already, please follow the Blind Rage Podcast Instagram. Um, you can also follow me on both Twitter, a.k.a. X, as well as Letterboxd at Brandon Ford and Tony. Well, if you're looking for something scary to read, look up my grinder profile. Um, but otherwise, it's uh, Tony the Tiger for Letterboxd, with with underscores between the words, I forgot to say. And uh, for Twitter, it is Madonna Horror. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, recommendations, feel free to email me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please don't forget to stop on by the official Blind Rage Podcast Facebook page to like and subscribe. Last and most importantly, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Blind Rage Podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. So, yes. recent views. Again, it's been a bit of a busy week, but I did manage to fit in... Um, so our local uh, Gilbert and Sullivan Society held a uh, cinema screening of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which was a good experience again. So it's fun watching that with a crowd in the, in the cinema. So um, it's one of my favourite Aussie movies. Uh, and uh, I one of my favourite uh, uh, LGBT movies um, as well. Uh, otherwise, oh, speaking of, the only other thing that I've sort of been discovering is that I was suggested a musical to listen to. Uh, so I've been listening to Bear the Musical on Spotify. Uh, and it's B-A-R-E, uh, like a bear or soul. Uh, and sort of the storyline to me is sort of reminding me of a bit of... Um, the movie Saved, but not funny. Like, it's a, it's a coming-of-age musical. So. I didn't find Saved particularly funny. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. You don't deserve it. <laughs> and nothing says Halloween like the adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Well, it's people getting dressed up. That's when most per people's first time in drag is. 
Mm. It was Divine's first time in drag. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think that. I think I might have heard that as well, yeah. Which Elizabeth Taylor? Um, the one from the Flintstones. <laughs> so not the one from um um the Agatha Christie novel. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. I only saw that recently as well. I forgot. I don't know if I mentioned it in a previous podcast. Um, and it was quite bitchy, but in a very good, you know, like it was. Oh, and they used a line from Priscilla in it, or the other way around. I mean, nevertheless, <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, I only got one again because I have been busy with other Because you have a life. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Um, but I watched Delirium, which was an Italian production, a, uh, giallo... Uh, who done it? Was that the one mentioned um, in Censor? I don't think it was mentioned in Censor. Someone cut, ate their, someone's face off and it was like after having watched a movie. But we'll get to that point and then I can see for myself. I thought the movie that, that did that was, they made it up. Oh, okay, okay. Um... Yeah, it was uh, not a very entertaining or interesting movie, in my opinion. A lot of it had to do with police procedural stuff. Is it based on a woman who gets assaulted in an apartment? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I always remember the cover to it was like a a face split up over, over the, you know. Yeah, um, it's a... she gets the woman gets attacked in the apartment, and it's her her roommate finds her, and um, yeah, they she works with the detective to piece together because um, she left with a guy they met at a bar, and it, they suspect that he's the one who more than likely did it and it's all about trying to find out who he was and where he is and what his motives are I was kind of bored by it but I know it has a pretty decent following so fascinating (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a jolly good romp Mm. Was mm. it uh, 1979? I think so. Oh, that was a lucky guess. Yes. Okay. I think so. Yes, it was one, it was one of my many um, Vinegar Syndrome purchases. Okay. Yeah. Now, moving on. I think we should get into Sensor. And I don't know where you can find this. Streaming. It is streaming somewhere in Australia. I uh, should have written that that down, but I cannot remember where. It's either I reckon it's either Stan or Amazon. All right. Or do your own research, (laughs) like a frauditor. (laughs) Ah. 
Okay. So if you want to watch along, you can certainly feel free to do so if you can find it. All right. So we are going to begin sensor in three, two, one, play. Now, this was your first time seeing this one all the way through. Yes, in entirety. Because I did actually, I did actually start it um, a few months ago but, uh, at my sister's house. But um, there was too much noise going on. So I thought, I'll wait till I'm alone and I, I can watch it. And then alone time only happened like a few days ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what did you think? What were your impressions of it? I did enjoy it. I um, I had read reviews from audience members who didn't like the ending. So I will often try and prepare myself to, you know, to come to realise that the ending might not be to everyone's cups of tea. And so coming up from that way, I didn't mind how it went, you know. I, no, I didn't I either. I've been able to lower my expectation and I thought it was fine. I didn't expect the ending, but um, I certainly didn't mind it yeah. either. I will say that I didn't find it... Um, I don't think it's a very scary movie at all. I don't, I um, don't know... Um, Nah, I, I wouldn't in personally think that. Uh, I would still class it in the horror genre, um, simply for the scenes of horror in it. But I found it more to be kind of uh, a tense, a suspenseful drama. Well, there's definitely a very big psychological element to yeah. it. I think this lead actress does very good in the job. I think so, too. I think she does very well. I wasn't sure how to pronounce her name. I'm just going to go with Niam. Um, Niam Alvin. Oh, it's Neve. Neve. Neve? Like with a V for Victor? Yeah. Ah, so it's spelled N for Nelly, I for Indigo, A for Apple, M for Mary, and H for Harry. Maybe it's Neem. Like I thought a, she was Neve. It might be Neve. I don't know. Yeah. She's Irish. No, I think so she's Welsh. it might be... I thought she was Irish. Uh, she could be Irish then. The production is Welsh. Um, mm, um, a lot of it was shot in uh, Leeds. The Valleys. <laughs> um, but one thing that I really liked about this movie was um, there are so many movies that are so many writer directors in the horror genre who grew up on these movies in particular 80s slashers and their way of paying homage to them is to either try to replicate movies from that era or set the movie in that time. Yeah. And 
the director who is very much a fan of the genre and grew up on it when she has older siblings and she wanted to watch everything that they watched um so that in turn you know uh, made her a horror devotee and um i thought this was a really uh inventive way of paying homage to the genre yeah but um, I think it also highlighted just... something important, which was the uh, um, the bureaucracy around the video nasty era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, what planted the seed for that was um, the original censorship in uh, the UK began with the Hammer films, and they were they had to omit any scenes of blood on women's breasts because they thought that men who would see this would be inspired to commit rape um so the director thought that if people watching these movies would be inspired to um, commit violent acts, what about those who were editing them? Wouldn't their minds be warped as well? Um, So that's how that's how Enid came about. It's very much that um, higher ground stance of I can watch this and be unaffected, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I really liked Enid's trajectory too, because in in the beginning of the movie she's she's very um she's very uh a professional in her her uh in her her job and she takes it all very very seriously and everything has to be edited um everything that could be potentially um uh have a negative effect on the audience has to be omitted um and then you know when she gets accused or the movie that she edited um and supposedly inspire somebody to commit a, a, a violent act um, that uh, doesn't do, go over too well. But um, the thing, too, with the video nasties, um, a lot of the time, people who committed violent acts and were said to have been inspired by these movies, they never even saw them. Hmm. Or it was later discovered that they never even saw them. They may have owned them, yeah, but it was it was discovered later that they hadn't actually watched them. Yeah, Thanks, And I really like um, hearing stories ab- about this era because um, I I really like the underground nature of it. Uh, with the whole tape trading thing yeah, that would yeah. happen at that time and you know uh, watching like third or fourth generation dupes and 
there are some stories of people who were, uh, you know, in their 20s or in their late teens during this time, and they would um, uh, either buy tapes or trade tapes uh, with people, and sometimes after the movie, what they would uh, find is whoever made the copy had put together a compilation of really gory scenes from other movies yeah, yeah. Um, that had been uh, heavily censored or banned outright in yeah. the UK. Um, it was like early Napster. <laughs> or YouTube. Um, oh, I was going to say something completely wrong. No, oh, that's what I was going to say. Is um, I found it. What something that I found interesting is they were commenting a fair a few a few times in this movie about how people can rewind the scene and watch it over and over again. So I feel like the video nasty thing happened like after uh, VHS, uh, as in that whole ability to watch something at your own home and watch it repeatedly. Um, whereas mm-hmm. were these cinema films that might not have been such a focus yeah oh that phone see they and they uh, were I, I really respected how much attention to detail they played with trying to get like tube TVs and um, the ring of the phone of that era and getting this answer machine from that era which by the way they found second hand and there were messages on <laughs> that they found to be quite amusing um, well they didn't have to work though no it didn't have to but it yeah, did yeah, but yes <laughs> good for them <laughs> um, and I think the smartest thing, and I, the whole uh, uh, sequence that I really, I'm getting ahead here, but that I really respected about this movie is the way the aspect ratio changes toward yes. the end of the movie, and um, it gets smaller and smaller as she's deeper and deeper, and she's mm. finally, when well, you could tell she's finally over edge is when she is in the 4 by 3 aspect ratio, which is what these movies would have been seen as at that time. Mm. No, I found that interesting. Um, uh, like, yeah, uh, one of the trivias was that from about the 58-minute mark, it starts changing ratios to sort of reflect her descent into different states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very, very technical. Um, the cinematographer had to do a lot of math. It's good to okay. it's good to experience a movie with a thoughtful filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the director, she she really knew what she wanted, even down to the sound design of the movie. So she had like notes in the script um, that helped uh, the the sound effects uh, or the Goli artists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And this um, was originally shot as a short. Was it called, called Nasty? Nasty? Yeah. Yeah. And and in the very beginning, I think the opening scene is taken directly from Nasty. Yeah. Your daughter's, your sister's death certificate. Mm. But I can understand this sort of becoming a, a catalyst for her mental state deteriorating yeah yeah i mean like it's because like right now she's being told essentially that you can give up hope yeah and uh, like whether um and i know this is a weird angle to say but she works in a in a field of bureaucracy governments you know departments and to now be given a death certificate from a similar department makes it go oh yes that is now the case (laughs) Mm. Her words as good as the death certificate's worth. Yeah. But as I said in my original review when I first saw this, because this was one of my recent views several episodes back, um, my biggest criticism of the film is that the video nasties were not British. They were not British productions. Yeah. So they were either American or Italian. So, I I mean, this is Europe. Italy's only a couple of hours train right away. Why couldn't they get an Italian actor to play... That's true. That could have... Frederick North character. Yeah. Or get some American actors, because, you know, a lot of the Italian productions had American actors in them as well. So... Oh, no, I, th- I think what could have worked is if they... Uh, filmed um that part of it in italy or like uh or was it generally filmed in other countries but italian filmmakers italian filmmakers generally filmed in italy yeah, in but Rome. sometimes they would come here and like do like the new york ripper yeah yeah was shot here um But, um, yeah, that train was not moving. <laughs> well, lots are moving around it. To make it look like it's moving. Mm. What? And they also, mm. too, in addition to, like, things like the answering machine, they also had to pay close attention to things like smoking inside. Yes. You know, and co- costuming, you know. Yeah. It's one of the hard things is to do a period piece. Mm-hmm. Yes, but she, yeah, she really, she really paid very close attention to, to detail. Yes. Mm. And I think there, there definitely was a lot, a lot of thought involved in it. And at the end of the day, too, she's she's coming at this from um, the perspective of a fan of the genre, and you know she she knew these movies, you know she grew up on these movies, yeah. And so, in a way, she's paying homage to them. Yeah, I I, I can definitely feel her fandom coming out with 
the ending, I found the <laughs> the end sequence was just so sarcastic <laughs> that it was just almost like gleefully. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that when we get to it. Mm. I think what would uh, disappoint people with the ending that happened is that uh, you might be on that journey of her trying to find her sister and then you don't get that conclusion really. No. But I really don't think that the movie gives you any feeling of hope. No, yeah, deranged. It wasn't delirium, sorry. The name of the movie was Deranged. Are they talking about the real deranged, or are they making? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't sure. remember. I, yeah, I don't remember a face. I know the the most notorious scene in Deranged, the real movie Deranged, was the brain scooping. Okay. Um, like it might have that been, was, been in reference to that, but like instead of scooping her brains, he ate her face. Uh, it's linking the killings. But then, like what you said earlier, um, there's a newspaper suggesting later that he never saw the movie. The killer, that yeah. It's interesting too. A couple of these actors um, were are very well known comedic actors in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um. And she was able to get them to take on these more serious roles. Um, I feel like with sometimes with that type of stuff, um, actors want to be challenged, and they might just see this yeah. as the, that opportunity to, um, you know, cut their teeth. Yeah. Another thing too that she was adamant. Um, was that this be shot in 35 millimeter? Mm-hmm. And it was something that she wasn't sure that she was going. It it came down to um, either um, not doing it or doing it in 16. And I think she was willing to compromise with 16 until she really. Um, conveyed her vision to the producers and they finally agreed to 35 but it also made it very challenging because of the uh, the reels being only like five minutes long so it made editing the movie more challenging especially since the um, the takes she wanted to make because of that she wanted the takes to be very long okay but um, um, like in you talking about this, I've noticed that the actual camera work isn't very adventurous, which to me would suggest that you know um, they just sit and stay where they are and then block. Well, it. it wouldn't be at this time. No, I mean like 
you know, quick cuts and, you know, fancy angles and all that stuff, it yeah. would be something that would come much later. Yeah. And not only is this supposed to be set in that time, it's supposed to shot to to look like a movie of its of that time. I don't know about that. Like these sequences I don't feel represent what we've been watching the last month. There's a I find it a very cold and sterile movie in in a good good way. Well, there's not much sleaze. Yeah. But, you know, I guess that would go with her character and the that idea of the senses being stoic, um, you know, unaffected individuals when in reality they're still people. Mm. But also, <laughs> on the flip side to that reality, not everyone that watches a violent movie becomes violent. Something that I always get a bit ticked off about is, um, you know, horror movies are often focused on as the things that people replicate in real life whereas in 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 everyday life I actually find that um what's happened here is say after um whenever there's a fast and furious movie there's a lot more drag racing deaths <laughs> you know yeah we've actually <laughs> been having a lot of that here um which I found to be very surprising because I've never heard of people drag racing in Philly before. Yeah. But yeah, that's been happening a lot. Yeah, they wouldn't get banned at all. <laughs> it wouldn't be no. a case of, oh, well, people are dying because of this movie, so let's ban it. It's, no, no. But little Mikey shooting a family, it's like, oh, let's get up in arms. <laughs> mm. Um, I've not noticed. Did they talk about her, how she scratches her shoulders? I don't She's got know. an interesting tick where she scratches both of her shoulders, like the same hand scratches the same shoulder, and she does that simultaneously. Um, she does have a thing that she came up with later in the movie where she starts picking at her fingernails. Okay. She started that earlier, so that must ex uh, exacerbate through the movie. I'm not sure Yeah, that doesn't sound very appealing to me. Mm. Um, well, if there's a camera, I'll be fine. <laughs> slip him a 15 oh I'm sure he'd love to slip her 15 <laughs> I think it was him the one who just said Ashante had to get a or she encouraged him to get a spray tan oh okay <laughs> well he yeah um, I feel like he could have been sleazier um 
But he, they said he was very, very orange mm-hmm. after, but you really can't tell in the movie because yeah, of the 35 millimeter stock as well. Like the colors are very somber. Well, it was also supposed to because she is very uh, pale and she's got kind of like um, porcelain features. They wanted to bring that out more. Yeah. This is your motto for life. Mm. Don't go in the church. Mm-mm. <laughs> Don't go in the church is definitely the name of a movie that would have come out at that. Well, there was also, mm. there was a movie called The Church okay. from that era. And there was also that Don't Go in the House. Don't go in the, well, there was a Don't Go in the Everything. <laughs> or the Don't Answer the Phone or. Then there's that sitcom. Yeah, don't, don't go, go in the there, woods. girlfriend. <laughs> Working with these kids was challenging because they could only work for so many hours. But and they had to film these scenes at night. Okay. Damn child labor laws! They should have just filmed in mm. Hungary. Mm-hmm. Or South America, where life is cheap. Mm. So we dored down the river for some. Bag of cocaine. Mm, my God. Until she said in there, I thought maybe she was trying to do an American accent. <laughs> she should have tried to do one. She should have. That would have been what the Aussies I mean, do. It's like when we're all doing exploitation. Mm. I don't think the English are as adept at American accents. Well, um, the British accent is very strong. There, there is. British so is accent. the Australian. No, no, we lose our accent quite quickly. Of when people go overseas, they can often come back. Sounding less Aussie. Well, that would be a pity. <laughs> I do think, like, it, it's an excellent setup for a movie. The idea of the storyline. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I don't think there's ever been anything that was, I mean, eight millimeter. There's been a, no. I don't think there's any been any ever been any stories that have been told by a, a censor from this era. Mm. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff about video nasties, um, but never a fictionalized account of what a censor. Oh. Have they ever, have they, have you, um, had seen interviews with actual censors and... No. Okay. I don't think they, I don't think they, 
we're allowed to talk to the press. Okay. I don't think. They weren't supposed to be publicly known. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I think it was like the MPAA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the movie was shot on 35, but there are, um, there is some super eight footage Yeah, and there is, um, a scene where they're supposed to be watching something on a tube TV and it was filmed. Um, they shot the footage from the actual TV to make it look all gritty and grimy and stuff. Yeah. And they found a VHS camcorder to film, um, for the news footage. And there's one shot that was taken on an iPhone. And that was the director's cameo. It's a quick shot of her screaming. That's supposed to be, I believe, from from a movie. Um, and, you know, all of this stuff could have been emulated. Um, but she really wanted this authenticity. Mm. You know, all of this stuff could have been emulated with filters. Uh, a few computer filters and stuff um especially since the editor was given everything in digital files when he was putting the movie together um well I think that that's a mistake people make is they think that um because there's a filter that looks like it, it's going to look the same as actually using the original equipment and I think mm. it's a credit to the director that she refu- you know, she Hello. wanted to use actual correct stuff yes and it made it made a, it gave the, the cinematographer a bit of a challenge but she rose to the occasion, so good for her. Well, she should be. And challenged. the direct, <laughs> the director worked with her before. She did, she worked with a lot of the same people because she did. I think this is, if I'm not wrong, I think this was her first feature. But she did a lot of shorts and music videos. Yeah. And she worked primarily with the same people. Well, I, I was listening to a podcast recently about um, the others, and it was saying how digital had become used at the time, but they, the director insisted on using the more analog technology. And doing that, it, it forces the cinematographer to um, focus on the lighting more than newer technology because you can filter that and change it like in the process. So um, mm. it was suggesting that more modern movies, when it's dark, it's quite hard to watch because it's hard to see. <laughs> Whereas with older movies, it could still be dark, but also you could see what was going on. Oh, well, 
that's debatable, depending on what kind of with the budget what movie you're looking yeah. at. Um, yeah, but that's like yeah, that is kind of like um, with uh, uh, the Walking Dead. Um, my father used to really like that show, and he one of the primary reasons he stopped watching it was because some of the darker scenes were so fucking dark and he couldn't tell what the hell was happening. Mm. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> she, for the, she reminds for, me of like a jaded singer sometimes, like like Florence Welch. <laughs> like, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> for the telephone um, scenes... Um, the director was, uh, I think, I think she was insistent that the person who was supposed to be on the other end of the phone be there on set for the actor to play off of. Okay. Cause, you know, you can get a decent performance with somebody offset reading the lines, um... But, or just, you know, having the actor respond as if hearing the line. Mm. But it's always best to get a, uh, to have the other actor there to get the better performance. Well, because then they can react to how that actor gives that line. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. Like, say, the director was doing the other lines she might be reading it differently to how the actual actor would do it and as good mm -hmm. as she might be doing it it's like um, it wouldn't get the same reaction from Neem now was this lead actress in Nasty or was it just um, um, something else I'm not sure Very Nasty young. is on the Blu-ray, but I didn't. Okay. I didn't watch it. The cabin's very um, um, evil, Daddy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was one of the um, earlier uh, video nasties that she was able to get a hold of when yeah. she was younger. Did that remain a video nasty for very long? I don't know. I just always remember that in Australia that was, um, you know, uh, put in for submission to be censored, but the people were like, no, we can tell this is uh, over-the-top comedy. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's how um, Sam Raimi was able to get through the MPAA mm -hmm. by telling them, you know, this is not supposed to be taken seriously. I think the first movie that got banned in Australia was Salo, and I think, like, a few people were kind of happy that that was the case, because then the, audit, the, the public could then realise oh, okay, so they're only going to be banning really <laughs> um, offensive stuff.
Hang on. <laughs> what is it? She's playing solitaire. Bloody hell. Oh my god. What? Solitaire on a computer. <laughs> you ever play solitaire? You like solitaire? Yeah. Especially at the end when all the cards flip out of the screen. Hmm. <laughs> I was getting kind of, um, um, what do you call it? Um, the Hills Run Red vibes with the elusiveness mm -hmm. of the director. Yep, yep. But one could also say that this is pre-internet days where stuff was just harder to investigate. Mm. <laughs> Gerald's videos. Oh, actually, uh, there's a there's one video shop still open in Adelaide, and I'm thinking I might um, subscribe. Mm. This um, video shop was set up right next to a club. And this, this uh, scene was shot on a Friday night. Okay. Where the club was particularly loud and lively, and there were a lot of drunk people <laughs> on the street. Doof doofy. Mm. Take note of the VHS, because it's got a... Um... A big rainbow in the back cover of it. <laughs> so in reference to the final sequences. Some of the more unusual This actor who plays the I've seen um uh Clark count the Clark. The director said that he stayed behind that counter the entire time for okay. when they filmed this it took them like a night to get this whole scene and he never moved. From behind the counter, and she was asking him. She's like, "Do you want to, you know, stretch your legs or get something to eat or anything?" And he's like, "No, I'm fine." Mm. And so when they weren't filming, he was just sitting there reading a book. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'd probably be doing the same thing. She says this so dispassionately. I'm like, I wouldn't believe that she's actually a fan of the movie. Well, Nark. <laughs> Alright, come on, Claire. I've seen it. It seems like you've got Kelmore Carnage. And I know that that's what he found. <laughs> I would not have any courage to do this. No, me neither. I like the idea of it, but no, I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> Like, I remember one time I went into a shop because I um, have been told they sell poppers and I never went around to <laughs> actually getting any. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Don't do that. Ow. Loosen up. Now, Frederick North is a bit of a blah name for a horror director. Yeah, it's a bit generic. I mean, it's no Lucio Fulci. Exactly. Or, uh, Umberto Lenzi. Anthony I. Igliano. Or Dario Argento. <laughs> this is so... Every movie... <laughs> See, <laughs> I was not really a fan of Cabin in the Woods, but it's get, it has no, some high really. praise from a lot of people. Like, I think it's okay, but I uh, see I prefer this type of treatment to that film industry than that than what that gave. Which mm. is on a short plane. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was too. Oh, look how clever we are. <laughs> Sucked its own dick a bit too hard for your liking. It did. Even with Chris Hemsworth. Mm. I didn't find it funny. It was so not funny that I found myself saying, This isn't funny! <laughs> you guys... Is this a joke? <laughs> you know, I remember thinking, why didn't she just take a photo of the screen and send it to, like, show the mum? And then I, that's like, oh, no, they didn't have those type of cameras then. Mm-mm. Did you ever try to take a, a, a picture of... um? television when you were younger or something with a regular like disposable camera um it would often uh, not that i ever took a photo of the tv but there were some shots we had where the tv was on in the background and you can see like a bar running through it where like um because you know how back in the day the, the screen would flick at a certain rate that the human eye wouldn't notice and so sometimes the, that flick would come up on a camera With a squinty eye. <laughs> um, I, I feel that uh, they could have um, paid more due to the family relationship. I don't know if you get that there much really from one. the parents. Yeah. 
And I, I think, you know, tragedy oftentimes can, you know, tear a family apart. Mm. And a lot of the time, too, it's pretty common for parents who lose a child, especially tragically, they end up getting divorced. Mm. Um so I I couldn't really imagine um, what their dynamic uh, would be like. Yeah. Yeah. After after the one goes missing. Mm. Especially without knowing anything. Yeah, I think that would be the hardest thing is when a child yeah, goes missing. Yeah, because there's no there's yeah. no closure. I mean, at yeah. least if if they knew what happened to her. I mean, uh, I don't think it would make matters easier, but perhaps they could find a way to... Yeah, it's it's a different the... level of hell when you don't know where they are. But when you do know where they are, you're still in hell. <laughs> mm. I'm re- I'm really interested to see what this director does in the future. I hope, yeah. Um, but you're saying that she's being her being she's a fan of the horror genre. I am hoping she sticks out with the. I hope so too. Crew. Yeah. It was kind of like um, when It Follows came out, and there was excitement for the director's next movie, and it turned out to be like a bit of a Lynchian mystery. As opposed to a horror. I really didn't give two shits about it. Follows. <laughs> well, you're you're <laughs> not in that camp. I thought it was overrated garbage. Oh goddamn! Movie was a symbolism was symbolism for the herps. <laughs> I thought it was HIV. Probably, but I just wanted to say the herps. Just, I like yeah. to say the herps. You, you do want to spend more than one syllable on the description. Yes, yes, yes. That would be hard to, um, especially with a child, because um, you wouldn't be able to know how they look. <laughs> that child's features change so dramatically. Yeah. Or to a point. Like, there's always those stories about Madeline McCain. <laughs> McCain? McCain? Um, and there was a girl who recently came forward who thought that she was her um, and they did DNA testing and it turned out she wasn't. Who's Madeline McCain? I think it's McCain. Oh, McCann. Um, her parents were on holiday in, like, say, uh, Portugal or something like that and they went out while the daughter got babysat or something and she got taken just while people were out and 
has never been found again. It's a British thing. I thought you were Australian. Hmm? I said I thought you were Australian. Yeah, I know, but it was, it, it's a, it was an international story. I'm surprised you haven't heard about it. I probably did, but there's been so much fucked up shit on the news here. You know, it all blends together. Mm. Well, this story is maybe about 15 years old, I reckon. Now. It's um, a good mood piece movie. Mm-hmm. Like with the <laughs> with the ones that we've been watching, I've sort of um uh, haven't been as enthralled as what this one was. Mm. Well, this one has the mystery element to it, mm. and um, I think all of the ones we've done are very what you see is what you get it's all on the it's all surface level type stuff and this is the shortest one we've done surprisingly yeah it's only one hour 23 mm-hmm and so much is said in that short span of time too not really. I think so. Well, there's lots of gaps of no talking. No, I'm not talking literal. I must speak saying literally. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm saying story wise. Yes, yeah. Oh, God, why is he approaching the door with a crowbar? A bathrobe? <laughs> no, crowbar. I couldn't remember the name of the word. Interesting time. Do come in. Well, I guess you know that's still happening these days, where you'll cancel something people don't like, as <laughs> opposed to just because it's not your taste. Yeah. So he can host. When, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Um, um, the director said that when she was, when she wrote this scene before all the stuff with Harvey Weinstein came out. Oh, okay, yeah. And she was she was worried that he would seem too much. Like him. Yeah. Did she not want him to? No. Okay. But he is a creep. He is. Um, 
and he does end up appearing very, very Harvey. Mm. I guess, um, <laughs> does that just mean that Harvey is a stereotype that actually exists then? Is a, tr- um, is a true stereotype. I would say so. Although, I mean, like, he's kind of the exception to the rule in that he was particularly nasty. He's a cruel man. She said they both drank a lot of apple juice during the scene. Which, did she do a few takes? The director. Um, I, I don't think she did many. Well, just because of how you mentioned about the guy standing behind the, the um, counter at the video shop for like hours on end. Well, that was that was a choice with him. Um, I don't think it really had anything to do with. Oh no! But what I'm saying is takes. that it must have taken that long to film, as opposed to uh, you know him standing there. She's oversaturated. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Who the fuck is Alice? Alice doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> yeah, why is he gripping her and saying, get out of my house? <laughs> oh, no. If only that had happened during one of Harvey's... <laughs> Never mind. It would have explained it away. Mm. Call my brother. Oh, he went himself. Which is understandable. Mm. It happens. Mm. Yeah, there we go, with her hands on her shoulders. Thank you for the whiskey. <laughs> I see myself out. Yeah, because I think things like that, lines like that, I mean, you can tell that she's not quite there. Mm. And that, you know, a lot of this is in her head. Well, she's... I think... She's a master of compartmentalization. Yeah. Well, you would have to be to be a censor. Mm. Um, I think my favorite part, though, with her performance is when she's she's pleading to know what happened. She's pleading with the director. Yeah. Um... I think she does. I think she does very well throughout the whole movie, but I think she really shines in that 
Yeah, yeah. Because, well, uh, yeah, she's very standoffish for a lot of it, and then she becomes mm. more and more desperate as the movie comes Yeah, she's... Along. Yeah. Because she starts out being very stiff, yeah. and that's that's how that's how the character is written and um they did some um some movement um uh training a bit and one of the things that um they told her as far as uh, a note with how to compose herself physically was to pretend like she had a a grapefruit between her shoulder blades. Yeah. So that her arms would always be back and she would always have, you know, very straight Hello. posture. Hello. Yeah. And um, the director would say, like if she was starting to slouch or something, the director would say, I forget what the fruit was or whatever it was, but she would just say grapefruit yeah. or something like that, and she would know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to slip. Everything is under control, Damn British press. Mmm. Monsters. You killed Diana. Oh, no, that was French. Oh, they're crazy. I'm scared. Oh. That's why uh, all roads lead to magic. <laughs> um, but she did not want to go there for the longest time because it's such a tabloid crazy country and mm-hmm. um, she was she was scared. And then she ended up living there. Mm, mm. She should have just come to Adelaide. No one bothers you. (laughs) You take such pride (laughs) in being being so (laughs) nah. This change in, yeah, this uh, last sequence is quite... Uh, I think it wraps the film up quite nicely. And it yeah. brings its own intensity to it. It does. Yeah, and there was... Um, there was a, a moment, I think it's between... Yeah, it's between Eden and Alice um, where they're having a back and forth and it was accidentally sent to the editor without sound and he thought that's what she wanted so he put it together with with that scene without sound Mm. and when she saw the rough assembly she was like huh 
It actually works a lot better without any sound. Mm. Okay. It's good when that those type of mistakes can lead to something interesting. Mm. expect like a Russian accent when this woman came out. <laughs> like she just has that Chernobyl look about it. Mm. Is this the film shoot with Alice Lee? They are... You're late. <laughs> um or the director was trying to make it Um, with her character, it was like, um, she wanted to kind of make the audience unsure if she was a villain. Um, The makeup artist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But while at 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 the same time... Uh, trying to show that she was really just a bitch who didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. About what was going on. Um, she was just doing makeup. <laughs> yeah, she didn't care mm. about what was going on. walks into the scene. <laughs> this is quite the skeleton crew, I must say. Mm. <laughs> it's like she's already had enough of her bullshit. You're late. Get in the damn chair. I didn't notice that newspaper article before. (laughs) The Super 8, um... The Super 8 camera that the director uses belonged to, um... The cinematographer's father. Okay. And it was difficult for them to find one that actually worked. And they needed a light on it. Mm-hmm. So they attached a bicycle light to it. Okay. I'm surprised that lit up much. Yeah. Apparently they're pretty bright. No, but I uh, guess what I meant, I'm surprised it didn't light up like a torch might where it's such a specific ray. Hmm. Well, I think it was it, they they needed one that would be bright enough so that it would hide him. Yep, yeah, yeah. You could only see like um, him in a kind of a distorted image. Mm. Watch me. Look at me. 
<laughs> They're treating her like that blonde from Mother's Day. yourself <laughs> the room had more of a crew than this movie <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ and a blue screen for some reason mm. mm -hmm. I've been waiting for you oh <laughs> I like that effect on his voice because he sounds otherworldly. Mm -mm. And she looks otherworldly. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, she she's in. Yeah, she's in a a totally different world. Right well, like almost like a baptismal dress. Hmm. It does seem like a real obnoxious director, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like I would hate to listen to his um, director's commentary. I think it's holding the yeah, he's holding the super eight. Mm -hmm. And it's got the big bicycle lamp on it. That's not what happened. Um <laughs> mm -mm. is not an answer. She hated that song. <laughs> the fuck are you going on about? You know that song where there was that kid who got into an accident and couldn't go to school? And then when he finally came back, his hair had turned from black into bright white. I have no idea what you're referencing. Oh, God. You really think I remember the fucking music video for that piece of shit? That was the lyrics. Oh, I don't. Well, that I remember. Oh, uh, see, th that would be my. Yes, that's my reaction right there. <laughs> see in the sky, it's a fucking comet. Mm. <laughs> it's yes and no no.
Yeah, this mm. ratio is just lovely. It makes it like more claustrophobic as the movie comes along. Mm-hmm. You try to control it, but you only make things worse. Don't fight it anymore. Stop. Just let it out. Stop. It's you. Just want to make you a good bad person, and it's you. Stop. Then that's it. Mm-hmm. I will take that energy. <laughs> He's also pretty fucking creepy. Mm. You, I mean, like, uh, if there's any doubt that, you know, any of this is on the level, I mean, it would be created in this scene with him and his goofy ass. Because <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if he's just a fucking pretentious prick of a director. Yeah. Or if he's really done something yeah. with this girl. Because you don't know if he's treating her like she's an actress who's come onto the set and he's trying to bring out the best performance. Bring, or yeah, if it's just bring, a rule. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Artistic arsehole. Mm. The one thing I... The only thing... <laughs> this is dumb. The one thing I thought they should have done to make this more of a video nasty movie was I thought this guy was too muscly whereas I feel that in in older ones there would have been like uh, sort of like not flabby but like they would have wanted a muscle guy but not been able to get one so it would would have just been like someone that thought they worked at the gym (laughs) people were definitely not in shape at this time Mm. whereas this one his like muscle bulges in her face it was like oh and it's ironic since you know there was the whole gym craze of the 80s Mm. and that killer that was getting people with their safety pin the safety pin. Oh my god. See, he should have. When he breaks character, he, sh- he should have been Italian. And this is all just like phonetic speaking. <laughs> My God, mayhem. Mm. Mayhem, Miller. Then even more glitch on the screen. Mm. Like it's good, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? 
Oh my god. Now, where was the director's cameo? Was that far earlier? Oh, it was early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was just a shot. Yep, yep. Of her screaming. It was very small. tell she really believes what she's saying well i was uh, sorry I, I was paying far too much attention i was thinking i wonder if like it's um if these are sort of like the words that uh they believe as a censor like we're trying to protect the public and we're doing this for your own good That didn't really go into anything about how the sister went missing. Is it just assumed that no. she was sort of supposed to be taking care of her? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I never thought of that. Like she, she feels a lot of guilt about it. Yeah, yeah. Like I assumed that um, there was that element of you know at the beginning of don't go in the church. She was sort of dared into going into the church. Mm -hmm. And you're not supposed to mm. go into the church. It's right there in the title. Mm. Don't you read? It's like funny games. Mm-hmm. This was quite unpleasant to shoot for them because this was shot in November. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold. And plus it was all mud. And the fucking cinematographer was running behind them and she was slipping <laughs> all over the place. This was actual fog. <laughs> they didn't bring this in. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, oh I don't think. She, I don't think she would have allowed a dab of CGI in this thing. Are you crazy? <laughs> no fog machine. Mm -mm. I guess would the ending just be she deteriorated into an insanity by the end of it? 
Yes, but in her mind, this is a happy ending. Yes. And she has closure. And there's no more violence in the UK. There's no. All the video nasties have been banned. And there's un, un, no more unemployment. Mm hmm. All is at peace. There's nothing to be afraid of. I think that's a very key line right there. Mm. The, the ones who feel they're doing right by everyone else are the ones who are the most dangerous to society. Mm. That was all that Mary Whitehouse bitch. Mm. Who got the whole video nasties thing going? I, I blame Nancy Reagan, regardless. <laughs> because, because of how much Mary Whitehouse uh, tried to censor in uh, the UK, the there was a porno magazine. <laughs> That came out, and the publisher purposely called it White House. <laughs> Good on This is just as a fuck you to her. Every time there's a scene like this, I always imagine them getting hit by a bus. <laughs> Just, I think oh scary movie is like. <laughs> and they're all happily ever after. Mm-hmm. That, that, I don't know if, uh, that tape ejecting from the VCR was supposed to, was supposed to suggest that everything that happened was just a movie. Well, it that, is a movie. You know, it's all just a movie, Sid. Yeah, it's, uh, yes, dear. But it was supposed to be, you know, I get, maybe it was supposed to be a movie that, a censor was censoring. Mm. I think it was just an artistic choice by the yeah. director. Because it's like, you know, the movie's over, you can eject the tape now. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, they should have shown all the cutscenes during the credits. Like, wild things. Mm. I thought that after we did the commentary for that, your obsession for that would dwindle a little <laughs> bit, but it has not. It's coming back. Um, well, I enjoyed that a bit too much. I was a bit too engrossed. 
So I do apologise for my <laughs> long spates of silence. <laughs> but that was our last mm. October presentation. Mm-hmm. And Halloween is mm. tomorrow. Mm. Got a few fun sides. Oh, this is good music. Like it's going from one speaker to the other. Mm. I've got a packet. Yeah, of, you like that? I've got a yeah. packet of minties and a packet of Frodo frogs and a packet of caramello koalas. Oh. So if anyone comes around, they're getting diabetes. <laughs> Did you just lisp? No. They're going to get the sugars. It sounded like you said they're getting diabetes. <laughs> oh. You're supposed to sip it the tooth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your sizzle slipping the juice. juice. <laughs> I'm asked me to ask you if you have any of my mail here by mistake. <laughs> Tell your daddy I'd be happy to wrap his package. Oh my god. She wants the Brady's <laughs> mail. <laughs> I'll have to give that a rewatch. Yeah. Start by November, right? Do we have any spe anything special coming up? Of course we do! <gasps> okay. But we can't say that. Yeah, I think it's another theme, isn't it? No, we don't have a theme. Oh, okay. Not for November, um, but we do have some good movies coming up. I think they've all, they've all been wonderful. Um, yes, I only do wonderful movies. <laughs> it's it's my choices that are the crap ones. That's right. Yes, but that's all right. I, I own my crapativity. I think they tried to pad this out a little bit with the credits because the credits do go on a bit long. There's, but uh, I mean, the credits are slow. It does show, it does reference the movies, which is good to see. So if you want to watch them, you can go. Oh, that's what they were. Rabbit skin, frightmare, frozen screen. No. Uh, well, tangler. frightmare, frightmare was not a video nasty. Frightmare. Yes. Yeah. Um. No, but there's Frozen. Frozen Scream. She wanted because that was an early, uh, an early, another early video nasty that she had liked when she was younger. I tried to watch it. It's quite boring. Frozen Scream. Mm-hmm. I think the name sounds familiar. She thanked her cat. Oh. <laughs> In the in the thanks, I think his name what? is Frank. Oh, that's sweet. 
because he she said he helped her a lot with the the writing process of the script well his cats are very judgy like that Mm. yes if they don't like something they will tell you it's garbage they'll use it for their kitty litter fuck Mm-hmm. They're like, listen, don't waste my time with this shit. I have naps to take here. Oh, Riff Tracks did a uh, cover of Frozen Scream. About mm. zombies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? Ah, okay. I don't fucking remember. I just remember it was boring. It was boring. Oh my god. Uh this is so random, but um <laughs> I was going through my YouTube feed um the other day and um for the for YouTube movies cuz the free movies keep popping up all the time for some reason, a lot of free with ads stuff. Yeah. And they have the censored for television version of Night of the Demons on YouTube. Okay. I I don't I don't know. Although I'm I would be because <laughs> there's a lot of fucked up shit in that movie. I would be curious what the TV version was like. Night of the Demons. Yes, Night of the Demons. Just, you got Lene quickly showing. You got Lene quickly showing Bush. Mm. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, look at my Bush, my scrub, my Brillo pad." <laughs> oh my Jesus! <laughs> well, I'll have to see if that's available here and give that a watch. I've never seen it before. Well, you don't want to watch the TV version first. Well, that's fine. Jesus Christ. Oh, there's a 1957 version of it. Night of the Demons. That's not the one that you're talking about, is it? Is it no, 1988? No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Night of the Demon is the 57 one. Demons yeah. is the 88. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes, yes. Okay. So, do you have any final thoughts on Censor? Uh, thank you for having me to watch it. I uh, did enjoy it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and I've, no, I've got nothing else to say. Perhaps you'll show it to Matt. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if... I don't know if he'd like it. He might like it. Uh, I, was in, I was considering I might show Requiem for a Dream to Matt, but I'm not sure which way he'll go about that one. He's never seen it. What's I don't think so. People? I haven't asked. I haven't asked. I just don't know. I don't know. You don't know anything, anything. Mm-mm. And do you have any final well, thoughts? I think that um, Sensor started off the... Um, the uh, 20s um, in the 
uh, uh, with the horror genre on a positive note. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it gives me hope for this decade because there are some good directors. And they're still British. Making, and they're British and female. Yeah. And making some good stuff. I mean, it's not all <laughs> Scream 18 <laughs> or Saw X. Scream and scream again. Or fucking, oh, look, it's a requel. <laughs> Suck my The Adventures of dick. Pearl. Oh, shh. I wonder what ever happened if that the third one ever got finished, because I haven't heard anything. The Girl with the Pearl Earring. <laughs> the Pearl Necklace. Yeah, the Pearl Necklace. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <God. laughs> uh. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, we have fun. Well, <laughs> yes. So I hope everybody has a happy, happy Halloween and eats lots of candy, but not too much. Because mm-hmm. you don't, you don't want diabetes. No. Um. But yeah, uh, come back next week. We'll be kicking off November with something. Very special, and I'm sure you will all enjoy. So I want to say thank you for listening. I want to say thank you to Tony for joining me. And until November, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams. You're dismissed.